the Creative Chats Podcast with Mike Brennan. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Creative Chats. I am your host, Mike Brennan, and this is the podcast where we talk about creativity, the creative process, and story. Hey friends, I want to share with you a special episode today. I was recently a guest on another podcast called Life Upgrade with Fulfillment Obi. And this podcast was really great because I got to share a lot of ideas and thoughts around fun in the workplace and creativity in terms of the benefits for business. And so while I talk a lot on this podcast about more personal development side of creativity and fun and have guests and explore their journeys, and of course, there's always this underlying sense of uh, monetizing our creativity, creative businesses. But this particular episode, I wanted to speak directly into um, just the the benefits of fun and creativity when it comes to the workplace. And so I had that opportunity to share uh, on the uh, Life Upgrade podcast. And so I had permission to share it here as well on this episode of Creative Chats. So wanted to do so to encourage you, if you're someone who has a nine to five job or you're someone who leads a company, leads an organization, and you've thought about this idea of fun, creativity, and wondered, does it have a place? And if it does, what does it look like? And some of the other questions surrounding that, then this episode is certainly for you. I also mentioned in this uh, podcast episode about my book, Make Fun a Habit, and you can grab your copy at makefunahabit.com along with some other free resources that I have there, like some Spotify playlists and also a coloring page and um, just some other resources that give you an access point for fun and creativity. And so I'd love for you to swing by there. Also be a part of our daily creative habit group If you're not already, we have a Facebook group. There is an email newsletter that goes out once a week with some resources and some inspiration aimed at just really equipping you to do your own creative projects. And I always say this, you know, when you create, we all win. And I truly believe that. So all the things that I do, all the things I create are with you in mind to help you pursue and gain ground in your creativity and have fun while you're doing it. So without further ado, I'm going to get out of the way. Here is my episode with Fulfillment Ubi for the Life Upgrade podcast. So Mike, Brennan, I'm so happy having you join us today. Thank you so much for joining the Life Upgrade podcast. I just want to say hi to the audience. Yes, absolutely. It's my pleasure to be here. And uh, we're being creative on how we can actually make this happen today. So all things uh, are good. Let's just get straight into um, the discussion for today. So I would love you to just um, tell us about um, your work and how you're going to impact people who will be listening to this episode. What should they hope to benefit from this episode? Yeah. So, you know, as you mentioned, uh, I talk about fun and creativity and I do this from the standpoint of sharing my own experiences and really look to help individuals embrace that for themselves. Because I think at the root of all the things that we want to see in our lives is creativity. 
right? Creativity isn't just being artistic. It doesn't just mean painting a pretty picture or playing a musical instrument. It also means how we approach life. It means how we see things and what we do as a result of that. And so I think that's really at the heart of whatever we're doing, whatever work we do, whatever our lifestyle looks like, creativity is really at the core of it. And so my hope is talking about this in such a way that people can identify what that looks like for them and then do that with intention. Because I think when we start to do that with intention, that's when we start to see some um, some things really come to life. We start to see some productivity even in ideas and in momentum of what we want to see be created in our lives. So um, when we talk about creativity, as you said, it's not just about painting. It's not just about the music. It's about the impact it has. Um, on our life, uh, how we live our life on a daily basis. So I wanted to really talk about the fun aspect because people believe that when we're talking about creativity, we're talking about work, work, work. There's no space for fun. So how can we integrate creativity and fun? How can we bring them together? Yeah, I think too many times people think fun is something that's like a reward after all the hard work. Right. It's like uh, one day I'll take that vacation or one day I'll do that fun activity when I've done all the things that I'm supposed to do when my my do list is done. Right. And so what ends up happening is that there's always more things to be done. So that day really doesn't ever come. Or if it does come, I've known too many people that they've let it come really late in life and then they haven't really being able to enjoy and have that fun because they're at the end of their life or maybe perhaps they pass away before that opportunity even comes. And so what I'm saying is like, what if instead of using it as a reward for all the hard work, what if we looked at as fun as part of the process, right? And so as we're showing up to do the work we have to do to be creative, what if we started to identify some areas where we could bring fun back into it? And fun, I think, is one of those things that it's personal, right? Like your your version of fun might be different than mine. You might be thinking it's fun to jump out of a plane. And I'd be thinking, no way. <laughs> There's no way you're getting me to jump out of a plane. My version of fun might be, you know, painting and drawing or it might be uh, going for a walk in nature. Um, and so I think understanding what your definition of fun is, like what fun is to you, and then going, how can I start to inject that into my daily life? Like, how can I start to bring areas even that don't seem like they're fun, a sense of this play and, and fun? And so that could be something even, uh, let's say you have to do very uh, mundane, menial tasks, you know, things that uh, are boring. And instead of complaining that you have to do these boring things, um, what if you put on some music that actually lifted your mood and helped you rise above the complaining and that sour mood and put you in, in a better place, a place that's more open. And maybe you start to move your body around a little bit as you're doing something because you're, you're able to do that. That little bit of fun can actually go a long way. And while it doesn't seem like it's something that's you know really going to be that effective in the long run, run small deposits of that along the way doing that every single day some kind of fun will really add up and really affect the way that we approach life and and work what do you think is the biggest challenge to creativity and 
fun. Um, I know you've worked with a lot of people, with a lot of clients. You've even written a book about this. So what do you think is one of the challenges people deal with when we talk about creativity and fun? I think it's a mindset thing. People think that creativity and fun doesn't really uh, equate to business or about making money or about really anything that is going to be in their minds, quote, important things. It's playful things. It's, it's for kids, right? It's for children. And I think when we put creativity and fun in that kind of box, then of course we're not going to have a place in our lives as adults who have all these practical responsibilities and things that we have to do. Um, and so it, we can automatically say, well, that that's for somebody else. That's not for me. And so um, it's really broadening the definitions of what creativity and fun are and making people understand that like this is an important part of life and if we're experiencing fun it means that we're enjoying things it means that we're more engaged and whether that's a personal level or a professional level wouldn't you want somebody to be engaged in whatever it is that's going on right now right like if you're at work and you have somebody who's having fun what they're doing they're going to bring the best version of themselves they're going to bring ideas maybe that they would never have had or didn't care to have because if they're simply just you know waiting out the time for for the clock you know and then punching out and going home and then not thinking about work anymore you know, wouldn't you much rather have somebody who is yeah, very excited awesome. about what they're doing, you know? Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, that would be awesome. That's mindset shift, um, understanding that um, creativity and fun is not just something you force yourself to do. It's something you're integrating into your daily life and see it play out in your business, your work, and uh, your personal life. I, I really, really love that. So let's talk about the things you've written in your book, the things you've, um, you're trying to pass um, to people. Uh, let's go into the core of the issue. Uh, I know you've written a book on, um, talking about creativity. Uh, so I just wanted to just give us a highlight, highlight some highlights from your book. Sure. So the, the book is designed to be able to um, kind of jump in wherever you want to. You don't have to read this, you know, from cover to cover. There are 30 short chapters. And the way that it's designed is that there's a personal story that uh, each chapter has and a theme. And then from there, I ask questions so that the reader can sit with it and think about how does this relate to their life and situation. And then coming out of that, I give people exercises to do so that there's application because it's really important for me not just to inspire people and give them some you know great ideas but then also go like okay how can people actually put this into practice and so like one of the um, chapters I talk about um, taking the long way home and this is all about the idea of leaving room to be curious and so many times even if our work is at a certain place where we're trying to get from point a to point b as quickly and as efficiently as possible we're always you know finding ourselves with a lack of, of time to be able to really do the things we need to do and i suggest like what happens if maybe one day you take the long way home 
Like instead of being in a rush, what happens if you go down a road that you maybe have never gone down before? Um, maybe you take a, a left turn instead of a right and go, you know, I know I've passed this street many times, but I don't really know exactly where this goes. Um, and so what happened to me one day was that I decided to do just that. And I found this park that was in my neighborhood that I had no idea was there. And there was this all this beautiful nature that was all around. And in the middle of kind of, you know, these housing developments and stuff. And I was like, I had no idea this was here. I never had a reason to come down this road before, but because I opened myself up and I was curious and I followed that curiosity, it actually led me to an opportunity to discover that place. And then once I knew it was there, I could go back there on purpose and enjoy that place again and again. And so I think there's so many times that there are things all around us that we're just not aware of because we're so fixated on getting from point A to point B and we're not allowing for curiosity. We're not allowing for happenstance and for just the flow of things. And um, I think it's important to be able to change your mindset so that you can open yourself to those things because so many things are all around us just waiting for us to discover. Um, it's kind of like, you know, in a video game, you know, there are those, uh, if you play like Mario World, you know, those, the, the hidden boxes, you kind of jump up and all of a sudden they appear and the coins come out, right? <laughs> like those yeah, things were there yeah. all along. You just didn't know they were there until you actually took action. And so that's kind of what I encourage people to do with these various exercises in the book. Oh, that's beautiful. So um, from the illustration you gave, talking, taking the long way home, if I get you correctly. So it's trying to help people think about these things from a different perspective uh, because most people have fixed mindset. Um, they think um, I can only get this done doing this, you understand? So you're trying to help them understand that there are various ways you can actually get these things done with less effort and make it fun as you try new things. Uh, I really, really love that. So, and, and I really love, I actually think people need to really have this understanding because I think when it comes to creativity, a lot of people are, they have um, gotten to the peak and they don't know what else to do. They don't know um, what else to try. Uh, I think giving people an opportunity to think from a different perspectives where they can have a change of mind can really really impact their creativity in the long run so i, I really enjoy that so now still from your book um um what uh, how does this book impact uh personal development and our work-life balance a lot of people um they just don't they just they want to be creative they want to have fun but at the same time, they want to see growth in their businesses, growth um, in their workplace. As an entrepreneur, I want to experience growth. I don't just want to have fun and be creative, but I want to actually know that these things will actually produce results in my life, in my business. So how can creativity, fun, how can it help us um, achieve these goals? Sure. Yeah. So I think it, it's really, it encompasses all that stuff, fun and creativity, because it is a mindset, because it is something that when you unlock a curiosity in yourself, you're having fun while you're doing that because you're pursuing something that you're interested in. You're looking for 
maybe a solution. You're looking for opportunity. And when you put yourself in that place where you're open, you're going to discover and uncover a lot more things. And whether that's personal or professional, I think you will start to see results because you're simply open to more things. Like, for example, if you think in your business, you need to generate some more revenue and you're thinking we need to have a new service or a new product and you're really not sure what to do. Um, you're trying to, to get some ideas. You're looking to maybe the market, to the people around you, other businesses. You know, you're tempted to copy something of what they do and just tweak it. But really, if you came to a place of saying, OK, let's have a brainstorm meeting where we can throw out all ideas. No idea is a bad idea. And just start collecting as many ideas as possible and then start seeing what's possible there. Start whittling things down and revise it so that you do come to things that you can actually execute and then put out into the market. But the problem is like, if you don't have a place to play and experiment and break some things, if you don't have a, a, the freedom to be able to do that in the midst of everything else that you're doing, um, then you're going to get to those solutions. You're always going to reach for things that are either easy or obvious. And most of the time, the things that are really worth it in life or in business are not easy and obvious. They're the things that yeah. need room. They're the things that we need to chase the curiosity and see where it goes and ask the questions of what's possible? What if? And as we start to do those things, we're excited. It's fun. Creativity gets to be a tool that we use and we start to go, let's see what happens. Let's, let's break some things. Let's, you know, make mistakes in the process because we know that we're going somewhere in the end. We know this is leading someplace. It's not just simply to fill time, to have it activity that makes us feel good or just simply, you know, having a pretty picture to hang on a wall, right? Um, there's a bigger purpose involved there. And so I think when we're open to that, we can experience the, the results and the benefits of that, again, in both personal development and in professional life. Right. Uh, I love your answer. Thank you so much. You've really done justice to the question. So my last question is this um, before we talk about how we can get your book and where it's available i want to ask one more question um the problem with um, this approach most times like you said which from the answer you just gave to me concerning um how product um how creativity and fun affects our personal life and professional life um having this mindset shift trying new things breaking stuff what about the fear most people are scared to try new things because they have grown comfortable um with doing the things that have always worked for them so they are just too scared to try new things and we see this happen every day um, companies failing to evolve change and so they begin to lose out market share and people who refuse to change ultimately get with without so how can we deal with this fear when we truly if we truly want to practice creativity and fall and um fun how can we deal with our fear the fear of failure the fear of trying new things the fear of actually stepping into the unknown yeah yeah that's a great question and i think the first thing is we need to to be honest and call it fear that's blocking us because too many times i think people want to use excuses of other things when really at the heart of it is fear 
And I think that's a, a natural, a normal response because when you're dealing with something like creativity, especially, it's hard to measure sometimes. It's a little bit dangerous. It's a little bit messy. And so when you're not really sure if something is going to have a proven path, um, there's no sense of maybe security or safety. It's very easy to, to be afraid and to let that fear block you. Now, one of the things that I try and, and say is that, you know, sometimes it's a matter of creating an environment where you can just suspend those rules for a minute and say, OK, we're not talking about throwing everything out and just not doing what we do you know, normally. We're talking about how can we start to implement some new things, some new processes, new ideas. And so if you start to create an environment where you're welcoming those things and sometimes it's starting small. Right. Because um, the fear is uh, this is going to be a large block of time that's going to be required, a large amount of money, a large amount of energy or effort. When in reality, if you start something small and you do that daily, um, that will have a compound effect in what you see as far as results. Um, when what I had walked away from my creativity for about you know, 10 years, suffered from depression, came back to it, that was the thing that led me to go, is it possible for me to even create like I once did? And I had to lower the bar to go, what if I can just do 10, 15 minutes a day and work on something? Uh, is that enough? And, and in the beginning, I wasn't sure. And I was afraid. But I thought to myself, you know, if I want to see different results, I need to do different things. And so I said, I'm going to try it and see what happens. And if I need to adjust, then I'll adjust. But at least I'll be doing something different. And those 15 yeah. minutes added up and the consistency started to flex some creative muscles. And what happened is it started to unlock a lot of things inside of me where I started to get more ideas. I started to put more time in. I started to gain more confidence. I started to recognize things as far as processes. And once that started happening, I started to see the tremendous results of putting in creativity, flexing that muscle. And that also having those wins helped quieted the fear because I could show myself, look, if you chances, it doesn't automatically mean that you're going to fail. Right. So I am really, really happy I just got your answer. So one of the things that stood out for me was that you don't just have to give everything your all. Um, it's a gradual process, like starting small, then figuring out what works as you keep going. So just talk, tell us about your book, um, how we can get the book, what's written in the book, why you advise people read the book, get the book, the benefits, and why you really, really recommend this book to people. Sure. Well, I wrote the book honestly as as a um, a book for myself first and foremost. And and as I was doing that, I'm like, you know, I can't be the only one who feels like I'm not experiencing enough fun. Um, I've never met yeah. someone who said, you know what, I'm good. I'm I'm all, I'm all full up on fun. I, I don't want any more. Right? <laughs> like that doesn't make sense. Right. Um, everybody wants more enjoyment in something. And so exactly. I'm like, well, if we all want more enjoyment, we all want more fun, but yet we seem to be at this deficit. How can we start to close that gap? And so. This 
this book was my answer to that to go, here are some small ways that we can start to implement that on a daily basis and giving people different access yeah. points. Because I know some people, when I say, listen to a playlist and, you know, have music affect your mood and they're like, ah, I'm not really that much into music. That's fine. There's another activity in there that might speak to you. And so I think, you know, being honest about this, having an approach where we're open, um, trying these different methods, realizing that it's not about the method itself. It's really about the greater journey of experiencing a life of fun and creativity. And so, um, you know, this is just something that I think can speak to anybody wherever they are um, and whatever they're doing for for their work life, whatever their home or personal life looks like. I think, again, it's being intentional and it's pursuing this um, with that intention that then we can start to see some of the fruit of this. Um, and so as far as where you can get it, uh, I actually self-published this through Amazon's uh, platform, KDP. So it's available in Amazon stores in various countries. Um, hopefully in wherever you're listening from right now today, um, you have access to a, to an Amazon store uh, online. You can order it from there. It'll get shipped right to you. Uh, and if anybody's in the U.S., um, they can actually go to makefunahabit.com and uh, they can see um, some resources there and order it directly from me for a signed copy, um, you know, simply just because shipping costs uh, sometimes are, are really uh, can be more than the book itself you know, for other parts of, of the world. Yeah, exactly. So is there an ebook for this book or just print? Uh, right now there is just print, but the ebook is coming. Um, so hang tight on that. Um, and there may also be an audiobook in the future as well. So, uh, the book just released last October. And so, um, just giving a little bit of time for the, the paperback and hardback to, um, you know, be in the stores and, uh, those other versions will be worked on shortly, shortly. All right. So last thing, just tell us about your podcast. I listened to the Creative Chat podcast and I was like, wow, this is amazing. This is awesome. So uh, I believe people can also get extra resources from your podcast. So just give us a rundown of what your podcast is about. about. Sure. So it's called Creative Chats Podcast. And the whole idea behind it is me having conversations, these creative chats with people exploring creativity, the creative process and their story. And so it's not just uh, someone who may be a visual artist because that's my background. Uh, I I talk to people who are creative entrepreneurs. Um, I talk to people who have been musicians, um, I mean, all sorts of writers. And I love to trace their creative process because I think there's something universal that happens when we start to talk about what we do and why we do it. And people can listen to that conversation and say, okay, maybe they're a writer and I'm a musician. There's not a direct correlation to what they're doing, but I can certainly learn something from their process. I can certainly be inspired by their story of how they got to where they are today. And I think it's those stories, those experiences that when we start to come around them, they can really help our trajectory. And that's what happened for me is I I wanted to have these conversations because I'm going like, hey, I'm not really sure what to do in this next phase of my life or my business. And I want to talk to people who maybe have been there or I want to talk to people who seem to be having some kind of success in an area and find out what their story is. 
And so that's really all that the, the podcast is about is, is all those things offering the listeners uh, some advice and some, some process. That was beautiful. So thank you so much, uh, Mike. You've done a wonderful job. I really enjoyed that conversation. Um, we learned a lot and thank you for coming on the Life Upgrade podcast. Absolutely. My pleasure. All right, guys. Um, this is another episode of the Life Upgrade podcast with our special guest, Mike Brennan. So you've heard everything. If you want to inject more fun into your life, if you want to be more creative, if you want to experience joy, happiness, and a fulfilling life, then it's no doubt, no doubt you have to um, be creative and have fun in the process. And Mike Brennan will help you do that. And he has written a wonderful book that will change your life, a book that I believe will help you embody this principle and help you live a life where you actually have fun, less free and more productive. So these things, I believe, will help you live an upgraded life, help you take your life to the next level. So if you have any question, if you have any challenge and you want to reach out to Mike Brennan, please just um, look look at the links in the description. You'll be able to connect with him. I will drop um, the link to his podcast, his email, and every other contact information in the description of this podcast. Thank you so much, guys, for listening and have a wonderful week day ahead thanks for listening today i'd appreciate it if you would subscribe leave a rating and a review it really helps this podcast be seen and heard by others